peace be with you in Jesus' name as we celebrate together that God makes all things new. Indeed, Jesus fulfills Isaiah's promises. He opened the eyes of the blind and unstopped the ears of the deaf, and the mute tongue shouts for joy. In many and eternal ways, we are made new in Christ. The past can be left behind, and we can celebrate the new things of our God. And so we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From Psalm 104, Praise the Lord, O my soul. O Lord my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. We worship you. He wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent. We worship you. He lays the beam of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariot and rides on the wings of the wind. We worship you. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants, and we worship you. We make our confession to our God. We are at the beginning of new things. And today we can celebrate that our God is always ready to help us let go of what has been and embrace all that is made new in him. Let us begin this together today. Holy, most merciful Father, as we think about our lives, there are many things we'd like to hold on to and things that we need to let go of. We confess to you, O Lord, our failure to turn to you and keep our hearts and our lives focused on your abundant grace and loving kindness. Have mercy and forgive us, Lord. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you and for his sake forgives you all of your sins. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. As Paul says to the Philippians, May he who began this good work within you bring it to completion on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the peace of the Lord be with you. Let us pray, oh great God, you have blessed us in so many ways. Help us to continue to grow in our appreciation of how you have provided for us and have now set the stage for many new things that are seen and unseen. Enable us to count not just the gifts, but also the challenges of life as being a part of your great vision for us. Bless us that we may each take to heart your promise 
that you can make all things new. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate the newness that our God can bring, we turn to his word and to the prophet Isaiah, chapter 35, beginning at verse 4. God said to Isaiah, Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground bubbling springs. In the haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel is according to St. Mark, the seventh chapter, beginning at verse 24. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia, and she begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the little children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Oh, Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And then Jesus told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child laying on the bed and the demon gone. Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee, and into the region of the Decapolis. There some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. After he took him aside away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Apetha, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. 
that Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone. But the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. This is the gospel of the Lord. And praise to you, O Christ. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus had created a meal out of bread and fish for 5,000 people, out of a few loaves of bread and a couple of fish. People were excited about this man who could make a banquet out of almost nothing. So now, everywhere Jesus went, he had a hard time keeping his presence a secret. When people heard that Jesus was around, there was a great feeling of expectation. Jesus is here. What new thing is he going to do? What new thing that we have never seen might he create today? For Jesus, it seems, the most important priority was to create faith. I imagine that Jesus thinks of faith as being like the smallest of seeds that can grow and sprout in new and endless directions once it is planted in the soil. For the Son of the living God... I imagine that he could feel the faith in someone's heart like it was a bond of friendship or family love. Jesus was especially interested in creating this kind of renewing faith in his disciples. They needed to know what faith felt like so that they could go on to tell the whole world that trust in our living God makes all things new. Jesus wanted the whole world and everyone in it to feel this bond and this trust with our good Father Creator. He wants that for you. One woman felt something of that as soon as she heard that Jesus was nearby. She felt a spark of hope that Jesus was exactly the person who could create something new for her. She was worried about her little daughter who had been under a cloud of darkness and because of that, this woman might have even felt isolated and outcast by friends and family. But this man, Jesus, 
who created an amazing kind of banquet for 5,000 people, well, only he would need to toss her just a few crumbs and her daughter's life could change in a new and good way. Jesus just wanted that little bit of humble faith to bless this woman and her daughter with a banquet. He made that banquet just for them, seeing what was going on in their lives. And, well, we're left to imagine what kind of celebration they had when that woman returned home to find her daughter relieved of the burden that they had suffered. Jesus was soon traveling again, walking through the trails that wandered through the mountains down to the Sea of Galilee. But surprisingly, Jesus did not want to stop in the familiar territory around the fishing villages where his disciples lived and where they would like to stop. He wanted them to keep walking with him. Jesus wanted to go into the region of the Decapolis, These were ten cities who had the culture of Greece. These people living in these uh, cities were like transplants from a different part of the world. They had very different ideas and very different perspectives. And Jesus knew that these people needed him just as much as anyone else. He was not there for long when they brought him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk. And they begged Jesus to place his hands on him. I think in the eyes of Jesus, even this is a kind of small faith. When you and I might feel our own desperate need... Well, that's a kind of faith when we turn it towards God. These people, they had stepped past all their clever ideas and sophisticated culture. They had gotten past their arrogance in order to ask a wandering teacher vagabond with a reputation for healing if he could touch their friend and do something for him, whatever he could. In touching this one man, Jesus would touch them all. It must have been a little surprising when Jesus took this one man aside from the crowd. Now, of all the healings, that Jesus does in the Gospels, this one is the most personal and the most intimate. Away from the crowd, Jesus looks into this man's eyes, and then Jesus puts his fingers into the man's ears. I think we could say, in a sense, These are the fingers on the hands of the living God who had first created those ears of that man, shaping him in his mother's womb. And now these same fingers 
would create these same ears anew. So then Jesus spits and he touches the man's tongue. Now imagine that. What a powerful gesture. You got to wonder, was Jesus somehow giving this man the very life force within his own divine body? Well, we'll never really know. This is the son of the living God. Come down from the heavens above. This is Jesus. The one that Psalm 104 says is clothed with splendor and majesty. He is wrapped in light as with a garment. He is the one who creates and renews the whole face of the earth. Here is the one who Psalm 104 says opens his hand and satisfies all his creatures with good things. And now he is the one who is touching this man. And Jesus looks up into the heavens and with a deep sigh, he says, Apatha, which means be opened, be made new, be created. At this, the man's ears were opened. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. As Psalm 104 says, you give breath and fresh life begins. You keep renewing the world. The people there were amazed. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. I imagine there was quite a party at that man's house that night. His friends probably had a hard time getting him to stop talking for just a minute so they could get a word in edgewise. What a day. Well, 700 years before that day, God had told the prophet Isaiah that this would happen. Your God will come, he said. Then will the eyes of the blind be open and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. But it was not for just one day that he had come to us. You and I, we make this promise come alive. Every time we believe and hope and trust in him. When we are inspired to look for newness. When we are inspired to create something new. When we call to him, his strength becomes our courage. In our worship together, we will pray to him. Renew and recreate us. And most especially, we will pray, may we trust in Christ to make all things new. 
Well, this is our Christian faith. This is our hope that Jesus is the Christ, that he is the one who was sent from heaven to sacrifice and give everything for us. He came to touch each of us in this mysterious and sacred death, his death on the cross. There he saved us for a new day and for a new life. This is when he ultimately and completely makes all things new forever. And then, well then, truly and vividly we see this flower of newness bloom. When three days later, after his death, Jesus came out of his grave alive, and he had been made anew, gloriously transformed. His victory set in motion God's promise to each of us of renewal and recreation and resurrection. Today, our faith and trust is the very path we walk with our hearts ever closer towards God's goodness and newness. By the living Spirit of our God, may you be so blessed. Let me pray for you. Good and loving Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, we praise you, we worship you for the eternally renewing presence of Jesus, for his compassion among us, So bless us with your living spirit that we may have faith and courage in your strength and in your desire to make all things new. In Jesus' name, may we be so blessed. Amen. I invite you to share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And we worship God with our offering. I invite you to send your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you.
let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Lord, we know that every day you bless us in ways we cannot count or number. Help us to appreciate you and all of your love and care for us. Bless us with your strength and goodness as we walk with you in trust. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, give us the wisdom and vision to see that earthly things will pass away and that we should treasure the things eternal above all else. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we pray, O Lord, be with us, renew and recreate us as we begin new things. As we begin a new school year, we ask your blessing for our students and families as they seek to grow in new ways together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Father, we pray for the healing of the nations. We pray that the sick and the suffering may find healing, relief, comfort, and peace. Today, we lift up to you those in need who cry to the Lord in need, and that they may find goodness and mercy. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give us strength of heart and faith that we may find hope and peace amid the pressures and stresses of this mortal life. May we trust in Christ to make all things new. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Lord, we pray for those we name before you in our hearts. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord Jesus, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. We thank you, Lord our God, for you make all things new. In your grace and compassion for us, you have given your Son that we might have new and eternal life. Continue to strengthen us in faith and hope until that day in which you gather us together in your new heaven and earth. Thank you that by your grace and mercy we are renewed this day in Christ. And to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be all praise and glory, now and forever.
Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.